Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I'm joined as always by my good friend, my pal from St. Agnes in Rockville Center, Frank Alasia. Hey, Frank, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic, Deacon. How's everything? Everything is good. The topic for our conversation today is hell, that place of eternal damnation, the fiery Gehenna, the place where the evil people go who have offended and turned from God. But I know people, Frank, and I know you do too, who do not believe in a hell. If they believe in God at all, they don't believe that God would create a place of eternal suffering. And I think a recent popular belief is that everybody goes to heaven. Right. But that's not what it says in the Bible. In fact, Jesus himself refers to hell at least 15 times with some pretty stark parables. So start us off, Frank. Is there a place called hell? Well, St. Padre Pio says you cannot believe in hell, but you'll believe it when you get there. And I, I think I'll go with the Padre on this one. There really is a heaven and there really is a hell and it really matters where you go. And our lives should be thoroughly shaped by the implications of that reality. You know, presumption lulls us to sleep. And St. Augustine tells us when he spoke of the two thieves, he said, do not despair. One of the thieves Mm -hmm. was saved. Do not presume one of the thieves was damned. Yes. Uh, Let's go back also in the Bible to that parable that Jesus tells of the rich man and the poor beggar named Lazarus. While on earth, Lazarus finds compassion only from dogs who lick his sores, not not from people. But when he dies, God sends angels to carry Lazarus to heaven, the bosom of Abraham, where he enjoys eternal rewards. When the rich man dies, he discovers that his fortunes have also been reversed. He ends up in hell. So from the netherworld, it says, where he was in torment, He raises his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cries out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, well, then I beg you, Father Abraham, send Lazarus to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, oh, no, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. But Abraham said, if they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. I mean, this is Jesus himself teaching about this place of torment, right? Right, right. And it's a line that that really gets me in that is there's no crossing over. Right. You you can't come here. The time for repentance is over. When you look at the parable, you're free to believe whatever you want. But this is Jesus telling us, I've sent the prophets to warn you, pay attention. You know, to pretend it doesn't exist after hearing this parable really doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, we've just come out of the Christmas season, and, and one of my favorite movies is A Christmas Carol, you know, the story of Scrooge. 
I don't think many of us are going to, you know, get to be visited by a business partner with three ghosts from our past. You know, Jesus constantly tells us, you do not know the day or the hour. You know, death comes like thief in the night, right? Oh, yeah. I wonder if it's if it helps us to be mindful of how awful and horrible hell must be. And when we go to confession, the old act of contrition we used to say was, oh, my God, I'm heartily sorry for having offended thee. And I detest all my sins because I dread the loss of heaven and I dread the pains of hell. But most of all, because they offend thee, my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love. We say that we're sorry because we dread the pains of hell. So I think when we receive the sacraments, we affirm that there is a hell. Yeah, I just finished a great book by a guy named Paul Thigpen, T-H-I-G-P-E-N, on the saints who saw hell. And I'll tell you what, if you, if you literally want to scare the hell out of yourself, read this book. But here's what one saint, saint, saint Alphonsus Liguori says. He said, at this very moment, there are wretched souls there who endure ceaseless agony in a sea of fire. They experience all kinds of pain. There, he says, they are given into the hands of the demon who full of fury are busy in torturing these miserable condemned ones for all eternity. And this is just one saint. He goes over at least 10 or 15 who say that they've seen this. So, I mean, like I said, I like to go with the saints on these things. Yeah, you know, back in the day, there was a certain kind of preaching called fire and brimstone, right? Where the people were essentially told, if you don't repent of your sins, you are going to burn in hell. Now, I guess that was effective at the time, but you wouldn't hear that from a pulpit today, I don't think. We have to remember that God is not rooting against us. I mean, he sent his only son to suffer and die for us in order to save us from hell. And he gave us his commandments to help us gain eternal life. And I noticed, too, we're always talking about confession, but this last day of reconciliation this past Advent, many parishes reported an uptick in confessions. So that may be a good sign that people are wanting to avail themselves of the sacrament again. Yeah, no, I think that that is great. You know, but I think that if you really think about it, however, however afflicted we are in this life, our pain eventually ends. We, we can take solace in the fact that our misery will end. Think about a headache. Think about a flu. Think about th- these things that we go through that you, know, you think they're never going to end. In hell, there are no clocks. There's no time. It's forever. It goes on and on and on. It'll give you a headache just thinking about that. In, in hell, the, the time for repentance is gone. Yeah. Uh, eternity is too long to be wrong. I've heard you say that. Right. When and, you're dead, you're dead a long time, right? And, and, and don't ever say to anybody, hey, you can go straight to hell. I mean, I know we get mad at people, but that's actually a sin because you're cursing somebody. Uh, remember that when somebody bothers you, remember to bless those who offend you. Bless them and wish them well. Yeah. No, the, the other thing, too, is at judgment, there is no appeals process. And everyone loves the doctrine on God's mercy and love. And we hear that all the time. But not everyone likes to hear the one on hell or God's justice. You know, there must be a healthy fear of divine judgment. Yes. You know, and just the fact that the fact that you don't believe in it. I mean, if a thief never saw a prison, does that mean they don't exist? Or if, if, 
if you didn't believe in gravity, you know, and you jumped off a building, you'd surely feel the effects of it, you know? So you got to think about that also. Take us home, Frank. What I'd like to say, you know, in closing is, look, examine your life. What is it in your life that's preventing Jesus from coming into your heart? Whatever it is, money, uh, material, you know, uh, fame, think about them because, and, and start, start today because hell is full of people who were going to become holier tomorrow. Remember that. Amen. Good job, uh, folks. Don't forget to like us or follow us on your podcast platform. Send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. Talk to you soon, okay? Thanks. God bless you. You can take care.